2: linkedin the place to be to be you know you've got a comeback in you when you take the next step you're going to make it count for your career for your family for your life you can earn a degree you're proud of with purdue global purdue global is backed by purdue university one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities this is your chance this is your opportunity this is your comeback your perfect home, sweet home.
0: Neil, did you know Deion Sanders makes basically about nine and a half million dollars a year or so?
1: That's crazy. I thought from his coaching job, he was getting somewhere around five million dollars a year.
0: Sorry, no, that was Nick Saban. Uh, <laughs> Deion Sanders' contract is $30 million with the Colorado Buffaloes, and he makes $5.5 5 million a year. And it's his first year... Of being a, a head coach of a of a major division, we should call it. Um so in this episode, we wanted to talk about the Deion Sanders effect. So do you want me to give some context first before we go into it?
1: Sure, and you should probably break down who Deion Sanders is, because I know we have some <laughs> international listeners who may yep. not know. Uh,
0: so Deion Sanders is an American football player and he used to play. For the Atlanta Falcons, he played for the 49ers. This is again American football. He played for the Cowboys. And he was one of the best uh cornerbacks, defensive players out there. And he was known for his showboating, very personable character. And he actually coached at a small college called Jackson State. Uh, for maybe two, three years or so. They actually did pretty well last year. I think they're like 12 and one or something. I could be wrong. Um, and now he got hired to Colorado, which is a Pac 12 school, which is a, a bigger division, we should say. And they started the year 3 and 0. They just lost their first game yesterday, but they actually beat one of the finalists from the college football championship last, um, th- their very first game. And what I should also add here too is that his. His son is the star quarterback and he's like a Heisman candidate, which is like the best player, that best award that you can win as a player, individual player. Um, his other son is a safety, um, so a defensive player. And then his other son is actually going around filming kind of like D-Rock, which is uh, the guy that filmed Gary Vee and documented everything for the last couple of years. So um, he's created a lot of fanfare, a lot of buzz around the Colorado Buffaloes, and he's done a lot of interesting deals. So we're going to break that down and talk about why one person can seemingly influence an entire organization because keep in mind, Neil, I don't know if you know this, but Colorado was actually one and 11 last year. That was their, uh, wins and losses record. So they've already tripled that this year so far.
1: And when he switched schools for coaching, a player came with him too.
0: A player came with him.
1: Yeah. There was a player who ended up following him. I forgot. A lot who of players was. followed him. But there was one in particular who was <laughs> really, really amazingly well, and they followed him because of his coaching style. It's uh-huh. so
0: his son follow his son's really good and then they have a two way uh player a guy that plays offense and defense uh named Travis Hunter, I believe. Um so it could be him. So I'm trying to think of who else is a star, but um and he when he came into the organization, he basically sacked the entire staff. And um he also tried to sack all the, the he was really hard on the players too, and he got most people to quit because he was like, Look, if whatever I say gets you to quit, you're weak and I don't want you. So
1: Yeah. I, I did not know that his son was playing as QB. Yeah,
0: his son's QB. Uh, his son drives a Maybach, by the way. Um, And <laughs> his son has a big chain. You can see this big-ass chain when he's, like, throwing the ball and stuff. So it's like there's a lot of character in this team.
1: Cool. So what do you think we can all learn from this from a marketing standpoint? Because you know a little bit more about the situation than I do.
0: Yeah, one, I love football, right? So, I mean, it's what I would say is at the end of the day – it's no different than any influencer you see out there, and the Colorado athletic director, the guy that hired Dion, he knew he was taking a shot because the the, the Colorado football has been like just terrible for the last ten years. I can't, can't remember the last time they ever did something right. And to be able to defeat the national championship runner-up out the gate, it's like he wanted someone that would inject life into a program, and that's exactly what Dion's doing right now. He's doing – for the game he played last week against Colorado State, which is like not a good school, The Rock came in. And The Rock is like the biggest uh, movie star right now, right? The Rock came in, brought in a lot of fanfare. Dion did a deal with like another company, like a sunglasses company. They are already doing like a couple million dollars a year. So – he is just leveraging his influence to drive as much attention as possible. And sure, they have to deliver as a football team. But not only is he driving a lot of distribution, he's also a very inspirational leader. So when you are able to drive distribution and you're a good leader, that is like a – people talk about a 10x engineer. This is like a 20x, 30x employee if you want to call him that. Yeah. He's a good recruiter too, by the way, That which is huge.
1: Yeah, but he was also one of the best players in the NFL, right? Yes. So, so- you, people
0: – but I mean, that doesn't mean you're going to be, like, the best coach ever. You know what I mean? Like, the no. best players are never the best coaches.
1: Sometimes they're good coaches. If you actually look at a lot of the players, Ooh, like Phil give Jackson.
0: Example.
1: Phil Jackson was a player.
0: He, did, he was a good as a player.
1: Oh, I thought you were just saying players don't make good coaches. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, no. Players make good coaches, but, like, the best players, if like a Michael Jordan player. or whatever, or, yeah. So.
1: Usually you don't see them. Yeah, because like even Steve Kerr, he was a decent player, but he wasn't like an he all-star. He was pretty
0: good, but he was like, you know, like a third tier player, right? Like he was important. Yeah. He, was a, he was like a six man almost.
1: So, yeah. I don't know if he was a six man or starter, but either way. but he, yeah, He was yeah. a
0: starter, but I mean, he like, you could put him six man or whatever, but he was just responsible for like hitting threes. So I'm oversimplifying it, but he was a sharpshooter.
1: Yeah. But, but no, so it's just like what they pretty much did is they took someone with a massive personal brand and put him within their organization. And this is what's interesting because from a marketing standpoint, if you look at any type of company, B2B, B2C, online company, it doesn't matter. What most people do with influencers is they pay them to promote. EX, hey, let me pay Kim Kardashian to promote my uh, skinny green tea. And then on the flip side, what these guys did with Dion is they integrated him within the organization. His brand is now part of the company. It's not like, we're paying him to sponsor. It's They're integrating him in, which is making it like he's part of the company, which he is. And by doing that, personal branding has much more of an effect.
0: Yeah, and sales last week at the Colorado State game for merch sales, I think, went up by 800%. And then the ticket sales are, are through the roof. And the thing is, you have yesterday's game against uh, Colorado and Oregon. That was the game of the week. And when you have a game of the week, I don't know if you know this, but a game of the week designation basically means you have t- like nine or 10 million views on it. Right. So he's getting the attention and what's going to happen is the attention is going to lead to other deals. And now, by the, by the way, college football players can make money on their name and likeness. Um, so that's a whole nother thing too. And, you know, check this out. The average pay for college football coaches is about $1.75 million for di- division uh, NCAA, NCAA one, uh, so Division one, and that's, so that's the College of League. And average NFL head coach's salary is $6.692 million, right? So they make a lot of money, but the top, top salaries here, so Lincoln Riley, so I'm a USC fan, he, his, his, he makes $10 million a year, $110 million contract. Nick Saban, who does Alabama, both of these are top tier programs, uh, $93.6 million and $11.7 million uh, contra- or salary per year. So the best of the best make the most money, but there's a reason for that. And people talk about, it's like, um, what do they call this? It's it's power laws at the end of the day, right? You have like the top, 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 and then you have like the rest. So.
1: No, totally. And, uh, it's kind of crazy thinking about what you can do with, you know, one influencer and, you know, what I would recommend to everyone is look at companies like Fashion Nova. It's more of a popular brand than Gucci or a lot of the other fashion brands out there like Chanel or any of them. And the way Fashion Nova grew wasn't by being a 50 or 100-year-old brand. They grew by just paying a ton of influencers and having them align with the business.
0: All right. So that's it for today. We can talk about this all day, but hope you enjoyed this. And please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five stars, please. And we'll see you tomorrow.